0: Sharon is Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, we're,
1: we're. Mephisto we're there. We're there. is the power broker. Power, yeah. Mephisto. That's yes. it.
0: Box's review of episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This episode was called Truth, and it was the longest one so far. Important to know, it's also the second last episode of the season. I'm Michelle, and with me today, I have Lou. What up? And Alex. Howdy. So before we get into spoilers, we're just going to kind of share our general impressions of the episode. So what did you guys think of the episode?
1: I think it was, I, I thought it was really boring but in a good way you know what I mean like there's like boring but you're still very into what's happening um the action scene at the beginning was ooh so good and the rest of the episode was although like I said boring a lot of information was given to you and helps build up uh what's what we think will happen in the uh, finale
2: uh, so th- this episode, it I think it might have been my favorite one yet. Uh, there was a great action piece in the beginning. Uh, near the end, there was this like amazing training montage that's like reminiscent of like one of the Rocky movies. There's you know something from the eighties. I just I just I'm a sucker for those. Uh, and and like me being like the John Walker fan that I am, uh, <laughs> it, it it was it was nice. It, no it wasn't nice it was it was uh really sad to see what became of him like um when he spoke to uh Battlestar's, uh family uh it, it was it was like the saddest part of the episode to me it like full of sad moments but the, that one especially really got to me because they're, like they just it's just a broken man and uh, it, it it did a great job in creating this villain that you you or well, that I care for or, or like that I'm invested in. I'm, I'm honestly uh, what happens uh, with that. Plus the huge cameo, uh, terrific act- actress we saw. Spoilers uh, if, if you know you're worried about those things, but it was Julia Louis Dreyfus, and uh, she's one of my favorite actresses, and to, to see her in a prominent role, uh, a lot a lot of uh, theories. I've got a few of them uh, yeah I, I, I love this episode
0: I I agree it was my favorite episode I think the difference like I kind of get what Lou's saying in the fact that it was quote-unquote boring it's more like character development movement of the pieces on the board as opposed to like outright conflict But the character building this episode was spectacular. Yeah, it like we'll get into the different scenes and kind of where that plays in, but it was so beautiful. They handled a lot of pretty heavy and interesting topics, and I was actually pleasantly surprised by the way they did all of it, um, Disney slash Marvel. So with that, we're just gonna jump right into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the episode, what's wrong with you? Get your life together. Please watch it. Um, So right away we see the immediate aftermath of last week's episode. We see a fight between Winter Soldier, Falcon, and Captain America slash John Walker. What did you guys think of that fight? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny
2: boy. Why are you trying <laughs> to kill him? Why?
0: <laughs> like,
2: like, I, I, uh, there's, okay, there's fault mostly on one side. Okay, mostly. <laughs> But, but, but there's sort of fault on the other side as well because Falcon and Bucky should should have, like when, when John said we could have been a team, Falcon probably should have said we are a team. That's why we want to help you. Just, just put down the shield. Let's go. But, uh, but you know, things escalated. I, I, I guess they thought they had no other option. But uh, the choreography was, was on point. It was great. It, it, it was basically like almost like what if, uh, the real Caps, the Rogers fought Falcon and Bucky. Uh, but yeah, John is just too bloodthirsty. And, uh, I, and and I'll say this, the one thing that I thought of in my nerd mind was that, hey, Spidey had a much easier time fighting these two. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to I completely agree with Alex uh, that the fight scene was spectacular. It was amazing. They, the, the setup for their shots and uh it also kind of harkens uh a bit to civil war with uh, iron man but this time iron man is uh johnny boy and then also some of the fighting scenes with john walker and bucky reminded me of oh now my head's blanking uh winter soldier when they when they were on the street and then they're doing that, all, the moves almost matched, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Nice, I love this, this the scene." It was one of the better fight scenes I've seen in a while. And yeah. the, the thing with with uh, our boy Johnny is that some he set up where you could sort of relate to him, and and, and it's almost like just make the right decision, right? But instead of him going right he goes left and that's kind of i think his problem
0: mm-hmm. i mean i'm not a fan of him but <laughs> i i i understand the rage um i can understand the need for vengeance so i get it in that sense the thing i really loved about the fight even though like it's falcon and winter soldier i know neither of them are going to die It felt like the stakes were high in that fight. There were actually a couple moments where I was like, oh no, like, is Sam gonna get mushed with the shield? Like, is something actually really dramatic and dangerous gonna happen? Obviously, it didn't, but it still felt really intense, even though we know both those characters are still gonna be here at the end of this. And it's always interesting when they're able to pull that off in a fight when you know, like, at the end of the day, the good guy's probably gonna win.
1: It is. Like, how can you make it dramatic? yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly exactly so from the fight we go straight into the court marshalling of John Walker actually
1: sorry before oh. before we go there I just want to add a little thing where I don't know if you guys noticed that where uh in the scene where uh Joaquin and and uh Sam hmm. Joaquin was like
0: when he gives the, him the wings yeah hmm.
1: and he's basically like you keep it which pretty much almost kind of tells you that the next Falcon is right there because he was interested in fixing it. So I guess Mm -hmm. this is his chance. Sorry, Michelle, no.
0: No, that's totally fine. I missed that one. I mean, I saw the scene, but I missed talking about it. (laughs) Okay. So moving forward, we have the court-martial of John Walker. Were you guys surprised that this was the way it played out or was that kind of what you were expecting?
2: Uh, You know, I wasn't surprised. Like uh, it's typical American, you know, uh, politics, where you wash your hands of something you don't like, they created this Frankenstein monster, and it uh, it played out like kind of the way that some would have expected, right? Like like you you put this man with uh, you know post traumatic stress disorder, and he's out there with these like the highest of stakes. He is a Captain America. He has to uh, you know represent the country, and it doesn't go uh, the way they want although it sort of does like honestly like the only issue was that it was recorded that was the real yeah. issue because because like the like they wouldn't have minded if those uh, terrorists well yeah, the other terrorists if they were killed so uh it was it was sad to see uh john walker like uh b- because he was raised to believe in these values and he thought he would have the support uh of of his government but now he sees that he's not uh, getting the support and he's on his own which makes him vulnerable to other recruitment officers <laughs> that, that, that.
1: <laughs> yeah and i actually felt for him a mm-hmm. little bit in this episode because what, what he was just yelling to the the committee was absolutely right they, they made him and now that in time of need where they should have probably given him the the, the care like his mental health was you know not not good so they just instead let him go in in a in not in a dishonorable way but in a, they called it other than dishonorable Yeah, and not right.
0: dishonorable yeah discharge.
1: something like that which is very typical america
0: <laughs>
1: the, the guy did it take away the shield do what you have to do but take care of him he you created him he's your soldier yeah. at least mm-hmm. see him through the end right
0: I couldn't help but like moving forward but then also relating it to this compare Isaiah Bradley's treatment with John Walker's treatment
2: both of them created by the
0: government yeah John Walker made an absolute ruckus of the situation and didn't get literally erased from you know the records Mm -hmm. he still gets to exist he still has his wife he still has his life he's not in jail and I just think that's an interesting comparison to be made specifically in this episode because it does kind of address it Um, so that that now that I think back to the court-martial like "Mm, it could have been a lot worse for him and he kind of got off really really lucky compared to other people in different situations so I thought that was interesting Alex I want to hear Sam
1: yeah switch that to Sam and it'd be something totally different
0: yeah totally totally Alex I want to hear your theory about our lovely friend Contessa Val something something something. Well
2: you're not supposed to call her Val she says so. Just keep it in your mind. Oh sorry <laughs> sorry. <I> <laughs> uh, it was it was great this year when when I saw the heels uh, clacking on, on the floor I'm like wait wait wait. who is this? Is this She-Hulk? Is this like what's going on That's, here? That's that was, was my cool. original thought and I was like right yes. oh Right, yeah, yeah. And, and and you know what? As an aside, Julia, Louis, Julia Louis-Dreyfus in the 90s would have made, like, the best TV show, She-Hulk TV show, if only th- this all happened 20 years earlier. But <laughs> uh, as it turned out, Madam Hydra, uh, you, you know, and I, from what it seems like, there's, like, a Thunderbolt thing going on because, like, this Captain America, she's still maintaining that he's a Captain America. She needs her blonde-haired, blue-eyed, poster boy, front and center, and it's going to be John Walker, probably a different name, uh, US agent, that's what I'm assuming. And I have a feeling all these, uh, she's, gonna, she's getting all these characters into place. Maybe we'll see more in Black Widow when that comes out of another character. Like, I, I, it, it does feel, so as, as a spoiler in the comics, uh, Madam Hydra, I'm just ranting now, guys, I'm sorry. But Ma- Madam Hydra has this uh, love history with Nick Fury, and what it feels like this is the antithesis to the phase one of Nick Fury appearing in all these movies I have a feeling that uh Madame Hydra is going to be appearing in, in these shows and movies oh. uh, j- just like nice. hey you hey you hey you until we have this full roster and uh I'm hoping Baron Zemo will we'll see him there
0: mm.
2: I don't know what do you guys think did, did you have a series uh well uh, to her
0: appearance sorry go ahead Michelle. I don't I was like, I don't know the comic books in that regard, but that's also the feeling I got. I was like, oh, Lady Nick Fury, like scary, evil Nick Fury? What's your deal? That was kind of where my head went. So I'm kind of glad that it's not crazy for me to have thought that yeah. that was what was happening. So same, same.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yo, so for me, honestly, uh, Seinfeld, not the biggest fan. Um, <laughs> everybody loved it. I didn't. So Julie Dreyfus showing up was sort of like, eh. but then she was like, Madame Hydra or sorry her real long really long name (laughs) and then all I know is that that's I don't know much about her but I know who Madame Hydra is and immediately my brain thought Thunderbolts because even there's going to be some other things later on the episode that also kind of helps that theory out so yeah the scene was just kind of you know meh for me but the uh, the implications of uh there being a Thunderbolts was quite strong
0: Mm -hmm. so moving on we get to have a lovely scene in good old sokovia um so we see zemo looking at a monument i guess to the deaths of the people in sokovia and he has his i guess quote unquote final confrontation with one james bucky barnes whatever whatever name he's going by at this point i think he's white wolf in that scene like every scene's a different name uh what'd you guys think of that scene
1: as I was uh, talking about earlier, the uh, the Thunderbolts theory is even proven sort of stronger in this one, and uh, I do love the fact that Bucky just didn't, you know, just sort of gave him up to the Dormilaje. And when I heard the Dormilaje saying they're sending him to the raft, which is by the way kind of controlled by. Sort of a General Ross, General Thunderbolt Ross, made me think about. I think it was last episode that Alex and I were talking about, sort of the the start of this Thunderbolt's theory, and yeah, that's except I know that Wakanda wanted him, so why I'd send him to the raft is what was kind of weird to me in that in that scene. But either way, I think there was Thunderbolts happening, and I really like that. Also, because of the Alex plane, I'm re- going to reread the Thunderbolts now.
0: <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, so for me, uh, it was a little anticlimactic. Uh, I, I guess uh, I propped it up so much that I thought like Zemo would have his own team by the end of this, the, the show, but it's not a Baron Zemo show. Uh, like, like, thinking it over, it's okay that, uh, the, that you, you know, it was settled uh, in that manner. Uh, I was a little concerned that Bucky would shoot him, would kill him, but uh, yeah, it, it it was just him him going off the prison. It wasn't uh wasn't anything I was expecting, considering mm-hmm. how much of an evil genius he he you know showed himself to be. So far, I expected him to like sort of get away scot free, you know, be on the lam for a while. Wakanda be damned. Uh, but but hey, it it, it worked out because they, like Lou said, when, once you mentioned the wrath. That has a lot of implications.
1: Also, sorry, just to kind of add to what you're saying is that the way that he sort of just went with him uh, gave me a tell that maybe it's Zemo. So there's something up, right? It, he, mm. The guy is always thinking. So maybe yeah. there's something happening behind the scenes that we don't know about.
0: That was 100% what I was thinking. I was like, there is no way he would have let himself go that easily unless he intended to go. like for sure because he's escaped from them in the middle of a fight with John Walker and you know what I mean like he could have just not gone to Sokovia just don't go where they can find you um so I think it is a hundred percent part of whatever scheme he's hatching whether we'll see it in this show I I doubt it but it's a hundred percent like he chose to be captured in that moment for sure for sure so Moving on we get to see Sam kind of dealing with the implications of taking the shield from John Walker and he goes to visit our dear friend Isaiah Bradley and they have I think at least in my opinion the heaviest conversation of the entire show by far so far. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, Well like uh what you mentioned Michelle earlier that uh it, 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 it's like sort of like two, two different sides of the same coin, John Walker and Isaiah Bradley, where you, you're witnessing like the, the, the white powerlessness on one side, right? And, and like that, that, you know, white man anger, but like the, the true powerlessness of, of like the black man who's been stripped of his name and his, like his family and everything. So to 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 see these two stories, uh, one told, one being retold, one playing out in front of you, uh, it it, it sort of gives you pause and like let, lets you you know reflect on you know ho- hopefully reflect on today's you know societal issues hopefully, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it sort of made me, you know, it it's, it's kind of like how so many people took to the Joker movie. Uh, and and like you know the implications of that, where it's like it's similar to like the John Walker thing, where it was just like an an angry, you know, white guy doing angry white guy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, if like Isaiah Bradley would have, you know, done anything remotely violent, they probably would have sicked some superheroes on him, and and you know made, made like a, some sort of I don't know caricature of him being a bad guy. Uh, but but the the only thing I'd want to add is that um, w- what Isaiah said at the end that no self-respecting black man would uh, carry the shield, and mm-hmm. and I think the the I think that's what convinced Sam that like the only way to make a difference is that a self self-respecting black man carries the shield, and like like at that point I'm like No, Sam you got to carry that shield you got to yep. be Captain America. Yep,
1: I agree 100% of what you just said. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean Alex already said it perfectly and like the, the 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 parts where Isaiah Bradley was just talking about his story, you, you felt it like damn all this, even though you've heard about this in like in, in reality, like his story with his wife pretty much writing him letters and they never gave it to him and that that hurts a lot. And not, I'm just gonna Rant again. I'm just gonna to add to what Alex is saying. The only thing that I really want from Isaiah Bradley, he's still kind of you. You saw we get, we saw him throw that cup or whatever and made a hole in the wall. I want to bash a few heads,
2: just a couple <laughs> of flag smashers.
1: Just, you know, just get him in a suit, give him two punches to somebody, and that that would make me really happy. I don't think I'm gonna see that, but him punching somebody in the government.
0: Oh, I. I understand what you're saying, Lou, and I, I don't want to see that, actually. I think there is...
1: I know, this... that's, that's that's my uh, John Walker moment right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's a subtle beauty to his anger. Um, so what I mean by that is just the way he expresses this like deep disappointment in the system, which so many people in real life are expressing, but I think seeing it in this context in the show made it feel... I, I don't know different it hit kind of it hit me really hard I'm not gonna lie this scene like really got me um when we had that scene of Sam getting like um stopped by the cops and my comment was they didn't quite go far enough with it they they went there in they this scene there, I finally yeah. felt like okay you didn't pull the punches on this scene particularly with the line of no self-respecting black man would would carry the shield that is so heavy and yep. so accurate and it does feed into the fact that Sam should carry the shield because he doesn't carry the same anger and like personal resentment that Isaiah Isaiah Bradley does rightfully so so he is in a position to make that change that Isaiah Bradley is not in a position to make if that makes sense so I don't want to see him kind of come out of hiding I want to see him you know maybe make peace with not necessarily what happened to him but make peace with the potential that Sam has and I'd love to see yeah, something like that, that yeah. happen. Yeah, it was just, that was a, I can't get over that scene. I thought it was just spectacular, just so heavy and beautiful and like stressful and sad at the same time. But like, honestly, like, I say kudos to Marvel and Disney for that because that, it was, it was freaking so good. <laughs> so I'm going to get emotional thinking about it because it was like freaking my favorite scene ever. Uh, so moving forward, we have a lovely, family reunion of sam returning to his sister sarah and getting the community involved to fix up the boat and we get some cool montages and bucky shows up and he flirts with his sam's sister and (laughs) just a good old time uh what do you guys think of kind of that whole that entire sequence because it was a little bit longer
1: to me it was uh, a a nice light scene lighthearted scene and like uh very funny to think about that. It was well for me at least. It was the calm before the storm, and literally they were just on a boat. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the flirting that uh, Bucky did with uh, his sister just to probably piss off Sam. And uh, <laughs> another thing in that, I think it was a little after it, but uh, to me when uh, Bucky slept in, the, in the, on the couch, it felt like his first good night's sleep in a while. That That's the way I looked at it. And it was just a cool lighthearted scene, like I said. And yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it was like a lighthearted reprieve from all the, uh, the heaviness. The heaviness, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it came before it. So it, it was nice to see that like uh, for the first time Falcon sorry Sam and uh, Bucky they actually seemed like friends uh, I, after all these episodes of just you know uh, arguing and uh, and being at each other's throats so it, it, it was good like uh, I, I don't know if they made amends I wouldn't say that because they didn't really hate each other but, but but it was good to see them overcome their uh, their their issues and Sam doing what he does best he's filling in the the, the shoes of Steve Rogers and telling uh, Bucky to, to actually help these people in need, not go out for revenge. So that, that, that was a, a really nice um, moment that happened. Plus uh, the, the whole uh, training thing, uh, Sam becoming proficient with the shield and him running uh, kind of like in the, the, the same way that Steve was in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. And, uh, and yeah, I think he's ready. And, and I cannot wait to see the costume i gotta see this thing but like they they were teasing it they teased it till the very end and Mm -hmm. uh oh i i wish i could have seen it this episode but i guess we gotta wait one more week
1: (laughs) Yeah. also if you've noticed um bucky i mean sorry sam also kind of played the role of the therapist a little bit in very subtle terms where like the therapist was like uh you still having nightmares and straight up bucky's like no and then his, his answer to Sam asking that question was like all the time. And it was cool that oh. he was mm-hmm. sort of kind of being be able to open up to Sam like that.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I think it's a good reminder that that's what Sam did. He yeah, was a therapist that's right, that's right. for yep. soldiers, mm-hmm. right? And it was nice to kind of see him return to those roots with Bucky and have that honest conversation. The thing I loved actually the most about this entire scene was the community aspect. I thought that was amazing. We'd seen from the start of this show, Sam and Sarah really just like fighting for this, this boat and getting no help and feeling very isolated in what they were trying to accomplish. And then being able to call up like the little montage of Sam calling up all their parents' old contacts and all that and just having this like, just honestly wholesome like community moment felt really, really great. And I I absolutely adored it. It was really light. And the, my favorite line from the entire thing was when Sam questioned Bucky for not using his metal arm. He's like, I'm right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really a little bit of like extra levity spark, like sprinkled in. And I just thought it worked really well. And again, it humanized Bucky. It's like, oh, he's not just like monster that just wants to use his metal arm. He's, he's just a dude and he's a right-handed <laughs> dude. And it's just, it is what it is. Uh, I just thought that was, that was really, really good.
1: And sort of kind of just going further away from him as the Winter Soldier and more as like Caps Bucky kind of in a way. So he's Mm -hmm. slowly coming out of it.
0: I think it's notable as well. He introduced himself as Bucky in that scene. I just thought that was interesting.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. I missed that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I, I mean, like I'm all on board for team, I don't know, Sarah, Bucky, S- sucky. Sur- yeah, it was like Sucky, Saraki. <laughs> Barra? No, Barra.
1: We can do Bera, Bera? yeah.
0: Bera. Something. I'm I'm shipped I ship the two. I think that's cute. I, I don't know. Like it's the first girl that like seems like a nice lady. I guess the Asian lady was good too. Either way, doesn't really matter at this point. Um so Alex had kind of touched on it, but we do see a moment really between Sam, Bucky, and the Shield and kind of how that plays out how did you feel about like the montage or the conversations between them um, with regards to the shield?
1: Very sort of mirroring Captain America, Steve Rogers kind of training and running and stuff. And there's also this scene near the end part of his running. I'm not going to take credit for this. I I read this online, but he was framed going to our left. So he's on the right side, giving Uh. space to, uh, on your left for like almost like a cap right and then uh, after that directly after that scene scene is him catching the 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 shield perfectly mm-hmm. like to me signaling this is yeah he's he's ready he's gonna be oh. the next captain america
2: oh man that that just says that, that mm. makes my heart grow a few <laughs> sizes larger that, that, that i had no idea but yeah that that's uh that's fantastic that, that's, the whole time i'm like should should he take some super soldier serum? I don't know. Like, like, like it's hard to say. Like he doesn't need it when there are actual you know Hulk monsters out there. Yeah. So so I mm-hmm. I I'd, 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 I'd be okay with, with whatever. What, what I'm questioning is like is he gonna have the wings? Is that what uh, what Bucky asked um, Aya to to do for him? Like as a costume, or is it just gonna be straight up red, white, and blue uh, cap uh, for for Falcon? That's what I'm wondering. I'm really excited
1: for what that, that costume is gonna look like. The br- yeah, uh, yeah, premium yeah. wings. Yeah,
0: I hope yeah. it's just so epic. Yeah, I want wings and a shield. That's where yeah. I'm at. Because then it doesn't feel like he needs to take this soldier serum in order to be on an even playing field. Because he's been on an even playing field with the wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, from that scene, the things I mean, just Bucky. Of course, I'm gonna this is gonna be my comment. Bucky referencing the fact that he and Steve had no idea the implications of giving a black man the shield. I think it was really important that he admitted that. Yeah. And then Sam's reply of like that that Steve can be wrong. And that was something I'd asked for a while ago. Let's recognize that Steve's a human. And they got there finally in that conversation. I thought it was perfect. So Sam picking up the shield, practicing, felt like, yes, now's the moment. We've kind of had all the conversations we need to have about it. We understand his mental, like why he didn't want it, why he wants it now, where he wants to go with it. I feel like all that's kind of been shown to us as the audience and now it's just time for him to like do the thing and become Captain America. Like I'm so ready for it. I'm so excited. I think it's gonna be spectacular. Um, so kind of coming to the end, we have a couple like little moving in pieces. Uh, we have Sharon making a call to our good old friend, Batroc and him showing up to assist Carly. So, what did you think about that? Because I know what I thought about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was was it time for you to get your ass kicked again? Because <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, oh, Batrock, good jobber. Okay. Uh, I, I mean I, I like George St Pierre. I think he's doing really good stuff with Batrock. Uh, and 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 Car- yeah, i I mean like it, it's far past the point of like complication. Like Carly's just a bad guy through and through. She. I like I am I'm not a fan of her character because like people with super soldier serum you have a lot more options than just plain violence right but like like you'd really have to take that up like you can like lift cars and you know you're whatever like would you really want to be a terrorist I I, I don't know there, there, there's a lot more options available to you uh than terrorism and and killing people uh but yeah, and, and as far as Sharon goes, so last week, Lou said, uh, Lou posited the theory that she was the power broker. And now it sort of seems like she's working with the power broker who That's what might end up, yeah, might end up being uh, Madame uh, Hydra. Mm. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because th- that basically means Sharon's a villain or maybe she's like a double, triple agent, I guess. Because I, I, I think it's three turns at this point she might be triple agent uh yeah. but, but but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see
1: yeah my thoughts on uh batroc is that whatever he's gonna get his ass kicked whenever <laughs> that yeah, comes uh, to you know that when that happens carly you know how you felt about john walker sort of how i felt about carly but here it's just like to the point where it's like oh, you're just annoying whatever you're <laughs> <laughs> Carly's, I guess, well, to me, at least one of the weaker characters in this uh, series. And for Sharon, same exact thoughts as Alex, as uh, double agent, triple agent, maybe. I I wish that she's playing an angle for the good guys, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think at this point, Carly's too far gone Mm -hmm. which is disappointing because actually I really liked her character for the most part up until she started straight up killing people and having like no remorse for it I think it's interesting because other people on her squad seem to be questioning her judgment right now so I'm curious if we will see something happen in that regard of them maybe abandoning her being like this isn't what we actually stand for some type of coup or something of that nature I think could happen And I'm just excited for Batroc to be like, I want my revenge on Falcon. And then just like Captain Falcon shows up or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? He shows up with a shield and like just bigger, scarier, like wings. Cool. Like Batroc, you didn't even stand a chance to begin with. Like now you're just like double screwed. So I just think it's going to be really fun to see him get his butt kicked again. Because like, there's no, there's no competition there in my mind. So I don't know. Um and then the very final thing that we saw this episode, this was the correct me if I'm wrong, first episode with a post-credit? Yeah. Was there post-credit before? It it yes. Yeah. yeah. So first episode with a post-credit scene in which we see our boy Johnny Walker creating the uh the most haphazard looking shield ever so he can become captain cosplay. Uh what'd you guys think about that?
1: Uh, that that... <laughs> We, we talked about it earlier uh, before we recorded. He's he's not a Stark. <laughs> he's not <Wakandan. laughs> He He's a good soldier, but I don't think he's smart. And he's making that shield. That shield is going to break. And and yeah.
2: <laughs> very, very rickety looking shield, yeah. In, <laughs> a, in a
1: few uh, pieces, it's going to look like the shield that uh, Thanos kind of destroyed. And that was in Cap's hands. Mm -hmm. So uh, good luck, US agent. (laughs) You took a box of scraps and made a shield. I doubt it's gonna work. Mm -hmm.
2: So uh, the interesting thing is that like, it was reminiscent of the Iron Man one scene where Tony Stark is just hammering hammering. on like, yeah, yeah, creating his own armor. So like, like, I, I guess it's like a metaphor for John Walker, like forging. Uh, his own super heroic path, uh, despite being a complete nut job. But I love him. Uh, and <laughs> Lou, maybe you know this. You read a bunch of comics. Wasn't there a, like a, a comic character that used like a trash can lid as a shield?
1: Yes, Marvel. I, I know exactly right? what you're talking about. I, I don't remember the name, but I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about.
2: Is, is that Forbush Man that like, like had like a pot, like a pan? I on think it's a, a pan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like holes cut out on it. Yeah, so smart, lie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> John, you could just ask, uh, you know, the count uh, to to buy you a new one or something. Yeah. Also, yeah. let's that, let's,
1: yeah. let's not forget the fact that uh, he he lied to mm. Huskin's parents' face.
0: He lied to yes. everyone straight yes. up.
1: Like to, or, for his own delusional.
2: <sighs> or that's what he really believed. Or he just might be out of it, which could be the case. Yeah. He's
0: mm-hmm.
1: he, he snapped basically.
0: He yeah. is not well. He is not well. I'm like, this will not happen, but like imagine if he tried to use that shield the same way you would actually use the shield, like to block some type of projectile that just like straight up won't be blocked by your haphazard looking thing and he just dies. <laughs> like that, like, imagine though that won't happen but just imagine like he tries to block a bullet and it just goes right through
2: hey, hey or or he's adding serrated edges to it Ooh,
0: that would yeah. be, that. be nuts that'd be nuts It's <laughs> yeah. like a throwing disc like just oh, yeah razors wow.
1: <laughs> but I, I would be pissed if that shield started flying around like the real shield yeah there is yeah, no yeah. way in hell that that's gonna work like
0: that there's yeah. no way you get the balance right there's literally no way there's no like... no way <laughs> yeah it's all pounded metal and like his welding was was mediocre at best so there's it's gonna have like some type of air like if any air gets through anything it's just gonna like do one of these <laughs> as it flies like it's i don't know i'm gonna cut him before he, has, he like, a, kills a anyone shield. and not a frisbee yeah i don't know it's I'm curious to see what happens with that. I I just I don't have high hopes for that being a successful shield at all.
1: Uh, I don't know if you guys, I, I can't remember. Uh, did he melt the medal of honor in there, or did he just stick it on? He, stuck, he it. stuck it. On. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which is like pretty symbolic, and I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. but like that's gonna ruin the balance. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sir.
2: But but it 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 does give him a buff for the uh, RPG game players. It's a buff because the Hoskins, the memory of Hoskins will always be uh, with him in that shield. So he'll be plus two to vitality maybe.
0: Um, So with that all said, uh, that brings us to the end of our review. So thank you everybody so much for watching. Make sure you please comment and like and subscribe and do all the YouTube things for us because we would very much appreciate it. All of our socials are down below. I'm Michelle, and once again, I've been joined by Lou and Alex. Bye-bye. bye. bye.